Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the show. Today is Saturday, January 14th, 2023, and this is our Week in Review, coming up on the Decrypt Daily. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Look, I know we're mooning. Before we get into the crypto price, I do want to read a couple of things, and I want to mention something. I have an announcement. I want to read something. And I know, we're on a rocket ship, heading toward the moon. It's exciting. <laughs> Actually, it's, it's more optimistic than exciting because, look, we are down from our 64, 65,000 all-time high. Well, oh, no, I'm sorry. It was 69,000 all-time high back in November of 21. It's funny how long ago that was already. I honestly was looking at the prices this morning. I was like, oh, back in November. And I was like looking in 22. I was like, hey, where's that all-time high price? Crazy how fast time is going by. Anyway, the announcement today is that this is the last Decrypt Daily you're going to hear. Come Monday, we're going to change the name. It's going to be called GM. Still have a daily show, but we're also going to be including our long-form podcast into GM. Uh, So every other Saturday, you're going to have a long-form podcast with a brilliant person in the crypto space. And every other Saturday between that, We're going to have a week in review with different members of the Decrypt team. So look forward to GM on Monday. This is the last Decrypt Daily. If you have any questions or comments about that, you can always email me, MatthewAaron at Decrypt.co. My email is in the show notes. Also, my buddy is trying to get me onto WooBits, WooBits. And WooBits is like a decentralized, blockchain-focused Twitter not many people are on it, but he's showing me woo bits. And I got a bit yesterday from my friend Paul McNeil. He forwarded me one from JC Corey. And he said this This week, I've been hearing from lawyers and fund managers in the crypto space that the regulatory hammer is starting to come down hard. Subpoenas are flying. If most crypto tokens are deemed unregistered securities, then it's possible this Bitcoin pump could be the beginning of a flight to safety and a new Bitcoin dominance cycle. Take that with a grain of salt, by the way. I think the most popular sentiment in the space right now is that this is a bull trap. A bull trap meaning that price goes up, FOMO comes in. We think that everything is reversing. People start aping into certain coins or stocks or investments, and then it just crashes even further. I was listening to the All In podcast a couple months ago, and they mentioned the same thing, that there will be a stock rally. We will see big gains in the stock market and in crypto only to go to lower lows. And then possibly the bottom may be in. Obviously, this is not financial advice, but I personally believe that this is a bull trap. We're going to see lower lows because I don't know why this is going up. When everything was going down, we knew why. We knew that the interest rates were going up. We knew FTX, Luna, Three Arrows, Contagion. We understood that there were actions and situations and conditions at play that was driving the market down, creating a little bit of fear, uncertainty, and doubt, creating a little bit of weak hands creating a little bit of capitulation. However, why is it going up? We're going to raise rates again, maybe by 25 basis points, maybe 50. Inflation is slowing, but inflation is still going up. 
as we just read in the woo bit, <laughs> the woo bit, the bit, I don't know what we're going to call it. Anyway, as we just read in the woo bit, that the regulatory hammer is coming down hard, subpoenas are flying. On the other hand, it could just be that money is getting more expensive. So therefore, getting loans, buying houses, buying cars is just something that people aren't going to do. People are looking at, is the market going to crash? The housing market, the car market, do they really want to take out a loan that is 6%, 7%, 7.5%? Maybe not. Maybe they're just saying, I have all of this deposit money for a car, a house, or something I need to do something with. Maybe I'm just going to put it in the stock market, wait it out, buy stocks, crypto, bonds, Bitcoin, Dogecoin, who knows? Maybe there's a lot of extra capital just sitting in people's bank accounts, not doing anything, not buying houses, not buying cars, and they want to put it to work to see what happens with the market. So again, I don't know what's happening. I would love to go up from here, but I would always take caution. And as Chamath Palyapitiya said just the other day, he would rather miss the first 10 to 20% of the upside of a bull market than get stuck in a bear trap and lose 10 to 20% because he FOMO'd and went in too early. Anyway, again, not financial advice, but just what I hear doing this every day. Now let's take a look at that rocket ship. Time is 10.40 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at $20,840, up 8.5% in 24, or 23% in 7. Ethereum is at $1,526, up 7.5% in 24, or 21% in 7. Taylor's number 3, Binance is crossing the $300 mark, up 5.5% in 24, or 16.8 in 7. And USDC is number 5. Rounding off the top 10, we have XRP, BUSD, Cardano is up 6% up almost 30% in 7. Dogecoin is number 9. And Matic is number 10, up 8.3% in 24 or 22.3% in 7. I just want to go down the line a little bit more because we do have some movement and some amazing price action. Solana is at number 11 at 22.29, up 33% in 24 or 70% in 7. Absolutely insane. Remember, I was just reporting it was $9, a, I think it was a week, two weeks ago. Man, you could have just doubled your money almost tripled your money by now this is crazy 250% gains anyway Polkadot is number 12 Litecoin is number 13 Dai is number 14 and Tron is number 15 the total market cap is approaching that 1 trillion dollar mark it's at 975.8 billion up around 7% in 24 BTC dominance grew to 41.1% and F dominance is sitting at 19.1% Okay, so the reason why we're here, it's our Week in Review. On Monday, the CEO of crypto payments company Wire reportedly informed employees via an email that he's liquidating the company and plans to terminate services this month. The company, which is valued at $1.5 billion at its peak, is now implementing withdrawal limits for its users, citing the best interest of the community. And they announced important changes to its management structure. The CEO is now taking the role as the executive chairman. U.S. federal prosecutors, they filed documents in Manhattan seeking permission to use a website to communicate with people who lost money in the collapse of FTX. The judge overseeing the case has approved this request. FTX owes money to more than 100,000 creditors, but that number increases to more than a million when including the users of the exchange. Prosecutors say that it'll be impractical to contact all the victims one by one. Generally speaking, in criminal cases, prosecutors are required by law to notify victims ahead of a plea or sentence proceedings and allow them enough time to give testimony if they want to be heard. This case against FTX, this criminal case, is separate from a bankruptcy proceedings, 
so the bankruptcy proceedings are in Delaware, and the criminal case is in the Southern District of New York. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And finally, on Monday, we heard Super Rare. It's an NFT exchange marketplace. They're going to cut its staff by 30%. Super Rare CEO blamed himself, saying that aggressive growth and overhiring are the reasons for the reduction. And he takes full responsibility of the mistake. Moving to Tuesday. Mark Cuban has been ordered to go to court next month as part of an ongoing lawsuit against him by disgruntled customers of bankrupt crypto lender Voyager. They all allege that Cuban misrepresented the firm in promotional materials. The lawsuit describes Voyager as a massive Ponzi scheme and highlights Cuban's aggressive promotion. So the beef is, is that Cuban made a lot of statements very much promoting Voyager. And he made statements such as, as close as risk-free as you're going to get into the crypto universe. That's not good because hindsight tells us it wasn't risk-free or close to risk-free at all. But there might be a caveat because he did say as close to risk-free as possible in the crypto universe. So (laughs) maybe he'll get off on that technicality. Also on Tuesday, the Gemini Earn program is dead. They killed it. But if you log in, you'll still be able to see your balance. However, even though you can see your balance, doesn't mean you're going to get any money. They're still waiting for Genesis to give them their money back. $950 billion worth. So they're trying their butt off to make sure that you're going to get your money back. You can see how much money you're owed. You can see your balance, but you can't get it back until Genesis pays them their money back. And the final news on Tuesday is Nishad Singh. He's the former engineer of FTX, and he met with U.S. federal prosecutors to discuss a possible deal to cooperate in the ongoing fraud case. Singh has not been accused of any wrongdoing. However, he is the third person and the third member of Sam Bankman-Fried's inner circle to come in and talk to the feds, seeking leniency. Moving to Wednesday, like I said, Gemini Earn is trying to get your money back, and the founder and CEO, Cameron Rinklevoss, is trying his butt off. And that's why on Wednesday, he publicly accused crypto broker Genesis and his parent company, DCG, of committing fraud, urging the CEO, Barry Silbert, to step down and saying that there's no path forward as long as Barry Silbert remains the CEO and he's proven himself unfit to run the company. He said that if this happens, it's a win-win for everyone. And finally on Wednesday, it was kind of a non-eventful news day, but cryptocurrency exchange Crypto.com will no longer facilitate transactions involving Tether in Canada and plans to delist Tether from Crypto.com on January 31st. The exchange warned users that all trading deposits and withdrawals would not be facilitated after the deadline. So please do what you need to do with your USDT balance. However, if you have a remaining USDT balance in Crypto.com in Canada at that time, the balance will be automatically converted to USDC. And finally, Thursday. And Thursday is the last day of our Week in Review because Friday, yesterday, we talked to Mark Yusko. So on Thursday, Bill Gates, he said he's not convinced of the importance of Web3 in the metaverse, saying that tech is not revolutionary. He's doubling down on AI. When asked about his thoughts on ChatGPT, which obviously uses AI, he said it gives us a glimpse of what is to come, and he's impressed with the whole approach and the rate of innovation. And when thinking about how AI and ChatGPT can be used, 
Thinking about it from the Gates Foundation context, he wants to have tutors that can help kids learn math and stay interested. Also, what about medicine and doctors? And people need medical help in Africa who can't access a doctor? Maybe we could just turn to chat GPT. I will say, with, you know, some asterisks, he's probably a little biased. Remember, he's still very much involved with Microsoft. Microsoft is looking to acquire a 49% stake of ChatGPT, or OpenAI, worth around $10 billion. So, it seems like he's just shilling his bags. Coinbase is scaling back most of its operations in Japan, and will be eliminating most of their roles in the Japan entity. The company did not provide how many Japanese employees are going to be affected by this announcement, but it said that a small team will remain committed to the security of customers' assets. This move comes after a very rough start for Coinbase. It recently agreed to pay a $100 million settlement to the New York Department of Financial Services. Also, they had more layoffs this week, 20% of their current workforce, or 950 employees. And this is after downsizing seven months ago of 1,100 employees, or 18% of its workforce. However, Coinbase's stock is surging the past week. Also on Thursday, we heard about El Salvador passing key Bitcoin legislation creating a legal protection for transfers and issuance of debt with cryptocurrencies. This bill provides a legal framework for Bitcoin-backed bonds, also known as volcano bonds. And El Salvador wants to use this to pay debt and fund the construction of the proposed Bitcoin city. The bill also makes a distinction between Bitcoin and the rest of the crypto market. The rest of the crypto market, securities. Bitcoin, Bitcoin. And finally, on Thursday, we heard about the discussion, the debate that's happening about FTX and their investors and their clients. People want both of them to be released, basically doxing everybody who used FTX. I think that's a violation of privacy. If we look at precedent, if we look at things that happen, especially with Celsius, where they released all of the user's information, put it in a database, made it searchable, so you can look at everybody who used Celsius, how much money they had in it, how many loans they took out, what were their transactions, What a violation of privacy. Well, some people want FTX to do the same thing. The lawyers and the CEO of FTX are arguing that if you do this, it's going to be very hard to relaunch FTX if we want to because everybody will lose trust in the company, which is an interesting argument considering I wouldn't trust FTX if they relaunched it anyway. However, I do think the investors in the company should be doxxed, to be honest with you. That should be public information. What do you think? Matthew Aaron at Crypt.co. Email is in the show notes. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, leave us a comment. And if you're on Spotify, please hit those five stars or wherever you're listening to this, five stars and a comment, please. Remember, next week, we will not be the Decrypt Daily. We will be GM. So don't be freaked out by a new intro, new logo, new format. We're still around to give you daily news. And until then, happy hodling, everyone.